go. Okay. Here we go. What is up, everybody? Happy Thursday. Welcome back to Zachary Reality. I am here with my friend Jack Bacco to chat all things Housewives, news of the week. I have some pictures I'm going to put up on the screen. We got to rate these Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion looks. Um, but first, Jack, I want to welcome you to the show. How are you doing? Zach, thank you so, so much for having me. Uh, it's very early for me, it is. So that's why I've you know, I have these little Angie Tay inspired glasses, but um, yeah, I'm doing amazing and I'm so excited to go through everything with you. You are the most fun to talk to about every little thing and I'm so excited. Oh my God, I'm so glad. Cooking in the Casino with Rosemary is here. She says, happy Thursday. Happy and Thursday. Scott says, hey. Hello, Hi, Scott. Hi, Scott. So, Jack, you are one of my most extra friends. And ah! This is the first time you are on my channel. So, I don't, I think you could you tell everybody what your thoughts are on my channel and our friendship and like how we know each other? So, me and Zach met, oh my God, like maybe two years ago or so, two, two and a half years ago. And he lives in WeHo. Hi. Oh, I like your orange heart, Scott. Um, and he lives in WeHo. We had some mutual friends, but we really didn't know each other. I just knew of Zachary Reality, the TikToker. <laughs> but then lo and behold, you know, WeHo, it's a small town. So we would run into each other and they'd be like, oh, it's that, it's the, like the ginger guy. And, you know, he, he covers the reality shows and I don't really watch The Bachelor. I haven't mm -hmm. watched it since Rachel Lindsay's season. She's my favorite bachelorette. She's my yeah. Favorite. Um, but besides that, like I didn't really fully keep up with that content. I just knew who he was. And then when we really became close, I love this story. It was. Christmas in September at the Abbey and who was hosting Paris Hilton, <laughs> Nikki, Kathy Hilton, all the best, the best family ever. And I was in VIP because Kathy knows and recognizes me and it was just a great time. And then who do I see in the dance floor? Zachary. To dance. And I'm always on the dance floor. But it wasn't the time to dance. This was a benefit. It was, you know, this is the time to mingle and chit chat. So I said, Zach, come over here. And uh, I got him in VIP with me. And I think the rest was history since then. And we, um, we've stayed friends ever since there was a pause for a minute oh come on we're gonna bring up the pause there was a on my life there was a hiatus for a second but it wasn't even a hiatus because we still had mutual friends at the same time we had mutual friends and but we were still seeing each other and go hanging out exactly yeah it's just you know we yeah but that was long ago <laughs> the thing is when i met jack at the abbey as the story he was describing it was honestly like the universe wanted us to be friends because I was there alone. Jack was there alone. 
And like our energies just vibed really organically that night. And then we became friends. And like I said, we did have a hiatus a little bit in our friendship, but because we were able to work through it and like still like two years later, since we had our hiatus, like we will we'll still be candid about like our feelings during that hiatus and like tell each other like what we were thinking just to keep resolving like any lingering issues. And I think that's what made our friendship so much stronger over time is because we actually like talk through things and work through things. Scott says, not the pause. <laughs> there was a little, but let me add this hiatus. Um, it was through a lot of miscommunication and outside other people kind of, it wasn't like a personal, like I don't oh, right. like Jack. And it wasn't a personal, I don't like Jack. It was ch chatter from the outside and that got involved, that miscommunicated things. And that is truly why. But then we talked it all out. We figured out it's not either of us the problem. And yep, when's the stars line up? <laughs> yep. Exactly. See, that's the thing I've noticed about living in Los Angeles is that everyone's in, sometimes people are in everyone else's business just like we are with the housewives, but it's different. We're watching a TV show, yeah. but I do feel like sometimes, and, and everyone can relate to this in friendships. Like sometimes people really do get involved in other people's friendships. And it's like, not really fair if those people don't communicate because then they won't be able to like hear each other out. They're just hearing other people's perspectives, which is yeah. not theirs. And it's like past the telephone. Yeah. So we are basically on the real housewives, but I it's know. just but that will never happen again because our communication. What did that Caroline Manzo say? Who I'm not even a big fan of, but we are thick as thieves. <laughs> so um there won't be any outsider, you know, uh chatter anymore. For sure. We are on the same page. Yes, absolutely. And we are going to um, be chatting about The Real Housewives because Jack loves The Housewives so much like I do. So on Thursdays, we tend to recap Housewives. On Tuesdays, we talk dancing. Fridays, we talk Bachelor. So we do want to talk about Salt Lake City. We want to talk about Beverly Hills. Curious about your Orange County thoughts. But I also have to mention, Jack, we are going to be on next week's episode of Beverly Hills because they're throwing the event at Sutton's store. And I already saw the teaser. I was in the background talking with Mr. Seth Marks, who I love. Tell us a little bit about that event. Can we tease it? So that was a few months ago uh, in the winter. Oh like my six, gosh, six months. Maybe like almost a year. Yeah, kind of like half a year. Um, it was, and it was at Sutton's beautiful boutique. Love, love, love Sutton. Love her merch there. It's just gorgeous. And I'm on the email list because I've shopped there multiple times. And she was doing a little event celebrating the anniversary of her store opening. And I said, who could be a plus one for this? Who would just love this and appreciate it? Well, of course, Mr. Reality. So I said, come with me. You know, it's just going to be a night celebrating Sutton and the store, the boutique. And while we were there, they were filming in the middle of production for the show. And... Uh, there was, a, you'll see next week, but you know, we were kind of in the thick of it that we were here and then the, the craziness was happening over here. So if that was a great, just fun night, there was so many awesome people there and just talking to those women and 
a dear friend of mine, Kim Richards, who knows oh my and goodness. me every time. It was just an awesome night. And uh, I think you loved it too. So yeah, next week, tune in. You'll see some um, familiar faces. Familiar faces. Oh my God. <sighs> we'll, get, we'll get into that in a second, actually. But um, we basically had to like sign a waiver to go film in Sutton Store. We were there pretty early because I think they told us to be, or maybe it was my fault. Or maybe it was your fault. I always early. I'm always early. Um, I saw some of the clips. Like we were like, I was like in the background a lot. But what's interesting about these housewives events and these filming events is sometimes they'll branch off. So all the housewives were almost branched off during the party for like an hour. Um, so you it's just like a very interesting how they film because like they're really there to work. They're not necessarily there to like mingle with everyone at the store. But of course, we chatted with you know, some of them. Do you have a favorite housewife on Beverly Hills that you chatted with that night and maybe a favorite one that is currently on the season as full-time? Uh, full-time. Honestly, I'd have to say Sutton or Garcelle. I think they bring amazing energy to the show. I think they are, you know, they know how to stir the pot, but while still being authentic. And I think that's what makes a great housewife. I think they're both funny you know, they don't take themselves too seriously. And uh, that's what I love about them. And uh, Sutton and Garcelle, I'm ride or die for them. We love Garcelle. Yes. We really do. Um, but there is a lot of drama on this season of Beverly Hills. So we do want to talk a little bit about it. I will say that we probably differ in some ways in regards to the Kyle and the, is that your phone texting? It's on my computer. I don't know why I'm getting blown up. I was, I'm trying to put up this picture. Well, look, I can put up this picture of the Salt Lake City housewife. So we're gonna talk about Kyle and Sutton first. Yeah. But I can't wait to rate these reunion looks. But are you all caught up on this week's episode? I am. Yes, the weed dinner of it all, the fallout. Um, I feel like this is our first major like argument issue this season, really. So it took a few episodes to get in, but yeah. Well, see, I remember when we were at Sutton Store earlier this year that Kyle and Sutton were at odds, but I didn't know why. Now watching the show. I know why. They've been each other's biggest rivals all season. So I'm team Kyle. I felt like Sutton came into her dinner, pulled her aside, made it all about herself, took the hostess away from her dinner party to complain about something that's really not that big of an issue, that she's getting more money and her son full time. And if she really had an issue, she could have phrased it like, my son's not going to have his father in the country. It was just the way Sutton went about it and then poked at Kyle and then talked crap about her at the table when she got back in denial about something, Kyle. So I just felt like Sutton made Kyle, like it was a problem. Like she instigated a problem at her own party and I didn't like it. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are in past seasons, and I really do love both of them, but in this particular moment, I am team Sutton. And here's why. why. Past seasons, Kyle has done this exact same thing. She's pulled people aside. She's brought up controversial issues and then kind of just watched it play out. You know, Kyle had that role, I feel like, for such a long time. Do you have an example? Uh, what, what would she bring up? She'd bring up... Um, 
like things she wasn't really involved, nothing with like Kathy or her sisters, but earlier seasons, I feel like if there was something about Brandy or something about uh, another housewife, she would kind of bring it to light and let people um, discuss it. You know, I feel like Kyle's very good at doing her job and bringing up the uncomfortable topics in the room. And I just feel like now that the shoe's on the other foot, she's stepping back a bit. And I feel like we've seen Kyle do this before, especially early seasons. And now, um, you know, Kyle's going through it. And Sutton, I think she's doing the same thing. She's obviously making, you know, stirring the pot for something interesting. And she's yeah. smoking it too. I loved when she pulled out a joint at dinner. You know, I that was my favorite moment. I love it. She's, I would never expected that from her, but you know, a little weed, it's totally normal in California and I support it. And uh, I don't know, like, yeah, I think Sutton could have approached her differently, more nicely about it, not as rough. And, you know, not as harsh, but at the same time, I still feel like someone needed to bring it up. I guess someone did need to bring it up, but Dorit was bringing it up to her privately, but maybe someone needed to bring it up at the table. I get it. It's a show. It's the dinner party from hell. But I think like if there wasn't a reality show, could you at least agree that Sutton ruined her party and made it all about herself? I could. Yeah. If it wasn't a reality show, but... It is. And who knows? Producers could have talked to Sutton before and said, Sutton, girl, please bring this up. Da, 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 da. You know, we do not know um, what, you know, or if this was uh, obviously Sutton's decision on her own. But I feel like for a long time or the past few seasons, since Sutton has been full time, she hasn't really got into major arguments like this. Yes, she has. Your ugly leather pants. Sutton has been a mess all season. And I know you like her in real life and I like her. But this season, she ruined Erica's Magic Mike show. She ruined Kyle's dinner. Sutton is getting on my last nerve. And I think that she has a lot of backup with Garcelle and Crystal. And people seem to be scared of her. And she's getting away with it. But I feel like she's been throwing digs at Dorit, Crystal, I mean, Dorit, like, I'm on that side. I'm team Erica, team Dorit, and team Kyle. That's that's where I stand. If we have to pick, like, Jersey we pick, that's yeah. the side I'm going to pick, and I guess you're picking the other side. As of right now, I am. Uh, I just feel like Sutton is more authentic than uh, Dorit and Erica, and now Kyle, because it's very hush-hush about the marriage and separation, and I feel like Sutton is just being more authentic and bringing up the uncomfortable topics and all of that. So that's why I'm that team right now. And also don't even get me started. You know, I love Miss Kathy Hilton and what Erica said about her last year. I still have a bone to pick. I understand. And I think that Erica has been um, a villain in the past. I think that we're seeing her without Rinna for the first time. And she's showing a softer side this season. Um, however, she did get confronted by Denise Richards at the Dinner from Hell party. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Name them. I... <laughs> so
So it seems to be this thing in Beverly Hills where everyone's just like playing a game. Like even Denise was trying to like play a game with Dorit when she was just like, hey, fix your coat. She's like, don't do that to me. I don't know what it is with Denise with the whole like bravo, 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 like watch the show. What was your thoughts on Denise's return? I feel as though she was probably very nervous. She only did two seasons. Her first one was pretty unproblematic. And the second one, you know, obviously the whole affair thing and with Brandy, the three, all of that. Um, so I feel like her going back into filming, she probably had a lot of anxiety and, you know, maybe overserved herself a bit. I don't know, but I, I truly do like Denise. I always have. I just think she loves to break the fourth wall, which I appreciate. I kind of like seeing that because no one else really does. But um, yeah, I definitely think she could have been more prepared. But I've always loved Denise and the personality and everything about her. I think she's a mess. I think she seems fun, but like she should have articulated her her points if she was going to come for Erica. So now Erica is going to come back for her, which we saw in the teaser when she says the famous line, you know, it's only $7 for a Denise Richards bundle on OnlyFans. And then it's like also $7 for an Erica but it all blonde ticket, um, which <laughs> I wish Denise said. But anyways, like, yeah, she was a mess this past episode. But like I said, I truly think that she went in with a clearer less anxious mind with no alcohol or no weed, whatever. I really think it could have been, you know. She could have caught the apology she was looking for. Exactly, yeah. And maybe she'll still get it because I do think she was ganged up on, you know, by the other girls. And she she always said she would never come back until Rinna is gone. Now Rinna's gone and Denise is back in the mix. I mean, she went to lunch with the girls. Um, What do you think of the newbie Anne-Marie? Um, maybe it's too early to tell for me, but there's nothing really, I'm not like obsessed. I don't think there's anything super, uh, compelling yet. And that could change, but you know, normally it's just my first impression right now. And yeah, I, I, I think it's a little, um, no, I agree. I think she's coming across really annoying. Like she's very like. I don't know, just like she seems to be very outgoing and talkative. And like Crystal said, like in her confession, she was like, this girl talks a lot. She's nosy. And like, I kind of am starting to get that vibe. And like her friendship with Kyle does not seem authentic. I guess it's authentic if they're neighbors. So then that makes sense why they became fast friends. But other than that, like her joining the cast seems irrelevant. We don't need a new housewife. She doesn't seem like she's adding anything. I don't get any humor from her or anything like that. And I remember we were at BravoCon together and half like the panel was just her nonstop talking. People say Dorit was long-winded. I think Miss (laughs) Anne-Marie is a little long-winded. She was chipping in constantly when no one was talking to her, giving her perspectives. Like we literally cared because this was before she was even on the, before her episode started. And I was so confused. I don't know. I could, I just cannot with her. <laughs> Me either. I'm t- that Zachary, we totally agree on. Thank you. Well, it sounds like we will leave it there. Um, next week's episode will be interesting. So definitely stay tuned to watch me and Jack in the background. And so um, excited for Kim Richards to make her grand return as well. Well, she was on this episode hiking with Kyle and Dorit. 
I know, but this time she's in the full group mix, a full event. You know, it's easy for her just to film with Kyle and Kyle's best friend, Dorit. But I think this time that she's in front of everyone, I think she'll bring it. I love me some Kim Richards and mm -hmm. she's so sweet. I love her. Okay. I, I love that you love her and she'll be in next episode. So maybe we'll see the two of you mingling um, at Sutton's store. Um, I want to talk about Salt Lake, um, and we are going to get to Orange County. Um, the, just because these reunion looks dropped this morning, and we have Lisa, we have Heather, Angie Kay, Meredith Marks, Mary Cosby, Monica, and Whitney. And we can talk about all of them a little bit and give our thoughts on the girls' drama and Bermuda, but I want to know which is your favorite look and which is your least favorite look. I'm tossed up for favorite between Meredith and Monica. I feel like Ooh. especially Monica's first season, just like that is a long, elegant dress on her, like a, how a classic housewife would do. Um, that color is amazing. And Meredith, I just think it's very classy and still a little sassy with the low neck. But I feel like they really just, you know, gave elegance, gave high glamour. And I, I, I really liked what they brought. Um, you know what, Angie Kay and Whitney, it's giving a little um, clubby. It's giving a little. That's fair, too, but Angie Kay's dress is so hot. It's hot, yes. It's so it's hot. Very Vegas, you know. And I feel like, girl, this is your first full time reunion. Like I don't know, I for reunions. I like I, a gown. I love a gown, something long. And if it is going to be short, then cover the shoulders maybe, or I don't know, maybe I'm too conservative. I love cleavage. I love showing skin, but I don't know. And the cutouts on Whitney's, it's just a little busy for me, but um, those yeah. are my two least favorites and my two favorites. How about you, Zach? What are you just loving? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, Whitney's is my least favorite. It is giving ballerina. It's way too busy up here by the breast area. That is just extremely awkward. Um, and the ponytail, Whitney, what are you doing, girl? I love Angie Kay's dress, but I do agree. It's just not for the reunion. Heather's is beautiful. It's very mother hen, which is kind of what she's become. I would say the most chic is Meredith Marks. And I yeah. also love Monica's. So I would say those two are my favorites. Lisa's is a little casual. Um, but I know Mary Cosby's your favorite. So I'm glad that she is at the reunion. She did say in an interview, she's only out there for a little bit. And that she was not invited on the Bermuda trip. Because I guess she, you know, the, she felt production was kind of icing her out. I think she was just maybe a little difficult to work with. Where she wasn't participating and filming. What are your thoughts? I have to say, as much as I enjoyed this past episode of them going to Bermuda, I feel like the true comedic relief, I'm all about comedy and humor and quirkiness. I feel like we didn't get any of that this past episode. You know, there was maybe little moments, but all of those women are very, um, you know, put together, focused, you know, to the point, serious and I just feel like you know that trip could have used some of Mary's quirky odd moments 
No, I agree. I, but I think, I guess at this point, since they're coming up on the finale, it's about the real storylines and the drama and maybe Mary isn't super involved in it, but I do wish that they would maybe flash back to her in Salt Lake city being all quirky. You know, maybe she films with her son, her housekeeper, her closet. I love watching Mary on the show. Um, this season is really good. There is a lot of drama coming. What do you think happened to Lisa Barlow's $60,000 ring? I think it either fell in a toilet and got flushed. Yeah. Or that was my first thought. Yeah. Or someone took it, but not necessarily a housewife, maybe another patron in that bathroom saw it and I don't know but that's those are my like assumptions and theories what do you think yeah. I saw the Dumois post alleging that Monica took it and apparently that was submitted by Monica's mom who like deleted the email because they kind of have been super petty with each other Messy. um that could just be a sabotage it could be a just a rumor I don't think Monica would take it, but there seems to be a lot about her that we don't know. She does give me mini Jen Shaw vibes, um, especially with we don't know the full story with what's to come with this lawsuit between her and Heather. What are your thoughts on that? I think Monica is coming in so hot for this first season, but in the best TV. way. I, I don't find her obnoxious. I don't find her try hard. Um, I think she's really, really doing great, but the, she does have so many, as of currently, she does have so many enemies. And, you know, Heather Gay saying she won't film with her. Heather Gay, good luck. Um. Yeah, that's a little weird to say, but I, we don't know the full story yet. We're waiting for it to unravel. Yeah. I, I think Monica's great TV. I think she's genius TV. I, I really didn't like the fights with her mom. I thought that she was being immature. And I think she can be really vicious with the girl sometimes. I think she can be too. But um, I think she definitely spices things up. And I think, you know, what happened this last episode, how she's maybe possibly accusing Meredith of being behind the messages. Um, oh, with the Greek mafia and Angie K. What yeah. are these storylines? This is fake to me. But it's fine. I'm entertained. I don't know. I'm I entertained. Don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, is she implying that against Meredith or does she really believe Meredith? Um, but I love me some Meredith Marks. She's like one of my favorite, if not my favorite on the cast right now. Ooh. And um, I felt bad, the bathtub. And, you know, it's really sad. Yeah, I did feel like she deserved a bathtub. It did feel like the producers were like, let's everyone get get that room, get that. It probably was like that, but it's fine. It's still so entertaining. Um, but she should have just took a bath in someone else's bathtub. I really don't think it's that big of a deal. She could have walked her robe, set the bath. Maybe she likes her privacy. Um, justice for Meredith, though. She was sick. I agree. Justice for Meredith and her health. And I think it was Heather that was like, I don't even take baths. I'm like, then girl, just switch. Come Would on. you switch rooms, Jack? If I didn't take baths, which I don't, I am I love a good shower. It, yeah, I would. You would switch rooms. If I liked a bath, then no, but I don't. So would you use the app or would you feel a little targeted? 
that uh, I guess that is kind of hard because if I would, I want to take a bath on the trip and I don't want someone else to take a bath in my room when we're in this big mansion. So I maybe not would switch rooms, but if it was a really close friend, I would let them take a bath in my bathtub. If it was someone I didn't like that much, I would probably stay quiet and be like, point to someone else. <laughs> I agree. Um, Scott says, Jack, do you watch Dancing with the Stars? I have seen bits and pieces of this past season. And let me tell you, I was team Ariana all the way. I thought she was going to snatch that trophy, but I'm so happy that she's going to Broadway in Chicago. Such a classic musical. But no, I did watch this past season. I loved um, Ariana. I liked Barry Williams, who was on mm -hmm. the Brady Bunch, you know, very classic sitcom star. And uh, yeah, there were a few standouts for me where I was like, ah, oh, but um, I do. I love Dancing with the Stars. Jack kept up a little bit because I always would talk about it. And we did do a live earlier this week breaking down the finale. Sochi and Val won. And, you know, they're just really proud of their themselves. I feel like they deserved it. It is sad because there was other people I was rooting for. But Jason is going on tour. Ariana is going to Broadway. Charity, you know, she is engaged. She wants to start planning her wedding soon. And then Allison, she lost 20 pounds from How I Met Your Mother from Dancing with the Stars. And I think, like I said, even these runner-ups and the people that didn't win, Charity, Ariana, you know, they still have a great, bright future ahead of them. Yeah. It's not just like, okay, you know, they didn't get the mirror ball then every their whole career is over like no so i think they're all thriving and um i'm happy for everyone good let's talk about the elephant in the room who or what the real housewives of orange county <laughs> jack, i like orange county but jack really got me more into it taylor armstrong left why was she fired? For what? Like, she can't be a or friend of? she leave on her own? It seems like I heard Tamara say on her podcast that, like, Taylor's going to be invited to everything. Um, I thought Taylor was good on this last season, but I don't think she's crucial. I think she definitely added some stuff, but I'm not going to think this whole next season is going to be ruined because she's not in it. Well, she's not crucial, but like, what's the point of making an announcement? Like, I would rather see her at least pop up like three or four times than just yeah. kind of add some comic and that's it. Like, the fact that they made her do a whole announcement leads me to believe that like, she's not going to be on it at all. You could be right. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that was such a big major thing, but uh, yeah, maybe they're planning on bringing in another friend of who knows or a new storyline, which could clearly be alexis and john if it's <laughs> if this is real well you know shannon talked about it last night i did not see that she said that she um was confused because john jansen said he didn't want to be in the limelight and she also said that john was aware of the lawsuit she had with alexis and jim bellino and how hurtful it would be so she's extremely shocked and disappointed Alexis said that she doesn't, in another interview, that she doesn't owe Shannon anything and that she never crossed paths with her. That I kind of, and I love Miss Shannon, but I do feel like Alexis, you know, they were never friends. There was no sort of loyalty or bond between them. 
Um, I definitely think it is thirsty of John, and I think he loves the limelight. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying what he's selling. But um, as crazy and as like not right as this is, Alexis really doesn't owe Shannon a thing. But it's obviously still so messy. It's just still strange because it's like you know how many mutual friends you have. You, but then again, like Orange County seems like such a small town for this circle of people. And like, if they're having fun, maybe this is her ticket back to OC. I would love to see her back on OC. I would love that golden era back where like season eight, Alexis and Gretchen. Um, I think Gretchen would be great job drama for Tamara. And I just think it would be a great blend of all of them, but we'll see. Who's yes, bring Vicky back full time, Tamara, oh, Shannon, yeah. Alexis, Heather, and then make Emily and Gina friend ofs. I agree. They, I have, agree with they that. have overstayed their welcome. They, you know what? I feel like Emily's best season was her last season, but girl, that took too long. That took too long for you to finally have a standout season. And I would love Vicky back full time. I love her humor. I love the way she carries herself. I know she can be problematic sometimes, whatever, but I think she's amazing TV and amazing housewife. OG of the OC. And I, I'm praying she gets full time. No more friends. <laughs> up. I don't think that, I think that they just want to keep the show so fresh and like, she almost like had her era, but like, I would rather see her as a friend of than not on it at all. I'm still in my Vicky era, but not as a friend of, I just feel yeah. like she needs, like I said, I'm major on housewives that bring humor to the show mm -hmm. in each different franchise. I feel like Vicky brings a lot of kookiness and crazy humor to OC. So that's why I would like to see her back full time. Fair enough. I'm down, but I just don't think it's going to happen. She did get the Lifetime Achievement Award at BravoCon. Me and Jack went together. We stayed in Vegas. Jack, did you like the drive home? Was was that the highlight? It was exhausting. You know, <laughs> I was the one driving. I know, but just four hours, whatever. It was a lot. I flew to Vegas um, from Burbank to Vegas. So it was like an hour, hour, you know, it was just very nice and relaxing. And we all know BravoCon, that schedule was nuts crazy mm -hmm. from early morning to late at night so by the time it was you know for the drive home on sunday night i was just like clocked out and it was fun yeah though. thank you for doing all the driving but i was um you know that's a lot a long time to sit in the car yeah but mm -hmm. it was it was still fun and it was kind of easy the whole weekend was fun seeing all of the panels live in person and going to some of the parties and just being in Vegas. Um, so job well done. Do you have like a favorite memory from BravoCon that you want to share? Um, I have to say there were parts during the weekend where we were behind the scenes a little backstage. Uh, and I feel like that was so much more personal in terms of meeting housewives and you know, we saw Teresa Guidance, <laughs> uh, or Teresa Judai, obviously. Chosen family. I know. Um, 
multiple, almost every day, I feel every, like. Every single day. And it was just so great to chit chat with her and be like, oh my God, how are you? What's up? Bit, like whatever, same with Louie. Um, mm. And yeah, I just loved that aspect of it. And um, our dear friend, Allie, who it, this was her first BravoCon mm -hmm. and I thought she did fabulous. And uh, it's just, it's just, there were so many great things about um, that Con. Did you have a favorite moment, Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely like a, a fun, like group friend um, weekend, just because so many of our friends were there and like, it was just so fun to be in Vegas. I love seeing Allie on the Vanderpump panel and just like seeing her shine. Cause that was just like so much fun as like a friend and like seeing Teresa and, and Lisa and just like trying all the, um, I was going to say food, but like, where was the food? I didn't try the food. Go, go to all like just seeing the wildness um, within the with all the booths and just like all the people and meeting um, just so many new friends. I think it was just like a really fun weekend. It took a few days to recover though. Yeah. So thank God that's in our past and in our future is the holidays. And I know that you are leaving to go to Michigan. So why don't you tell us why you're leaving? So I'm born and raised from Michigan, but I moved to LA in 2016. So I've been here for seven years, but twice a year, I do go back to Michigan, like in the summer, just cause I love being on the lake and during holidays. So I'll be in Michigan for a few weeks and then I'm coming back here, but I love getting to see my high school friends and mm -hmm. obviously my family. Um, and, you know, I know you did a little hometown visit a few months ago back to New York. So mm -hmm. sometimes I just think it's a great little reset. And, you know, not that I'm tired of L.A., but just like it, it makes me more appreciative. And I just I like going home. It, it brings me back to my roots. Um, Is it freezing there during this time? Totally freezing. Yeah. Do you have winter coats? I do. I have a North Face. Have you heard of it? Of course. The brand, yeah. Um, I don't bring it in LA ever. I have it stored back at home, but I wear it and it's it's a good little snowy winter vibe. And um, yeah, I'm excited to go back for a few weeks and then back to full, full swing of everything um, in LA in January. And I know you're going to sunny, warm, fabulous Florida. <laughs> I'm going to Miami. I haven't done winter in so long. Like I grew up skiing. I grew up in New York. I grew up in the snow, but I last year for Christmas, I went to Arizona this year. I'm going to Florida. Like I just do not do the cold. I don't do the snow. I will drive to Lake Arrowhead to see it. Um, it's been a while, but it may be going to be fun to like go to a cabin or go to like Colorado one day or Switzerland. Um, but I'm excited to be in sunny Florida and then I'll go be, be gone a couple of weeks and then come back to reset for the new year. Jack, what are some of your goals um, professionally for next year? Why don't you tell them a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so I consider myself under the umbrella of entertainer and comedy. I love to be myself, but I also love to act. I uh, like stuff that's scripted, um, but I've done some reality TV this past year, the show called Flipped. Uh, it's completely brand new and it will be airing next year. But I would love to keep that aspect up just with any sort of film and television 
whatever comes my way, whether that is reality or whether that is, you know, scripted half hour comedy, I'm ready to just embrace that and to go full throttle because I got a little taste of it this year. Uh, and, you know, I did like a commercial for Netflix and all this other stuff. Um, and I did like a live comedic improv performance. So I just think as I got that taste of it this year, I definitely want to go into next year having more of that, whether it's scripted or non-scripted. Yeah, Jack does a lot of auditions and performs. I can see you doing some plays. Yeah, comedy is, I, you know, I went to acting school for three years. Yeah. They taught us drama there, but I have enough drama in my real life. Okay. I, I don't need, so I love to do like that comedic, like SNL type of comedy and mm -hmm. just like stuff that makes people laugh, you know? Um, my sure. queen is Jennifer Coolidge. So I've been told I kind of, you know, I'm like her a little bit. Yeah, you, you are, and you dressed up as her. So everyone can go follow Jack on Instagram. I left his link in the description down below. Um, thank you all so much for joining today's live. Really appreciate you coming on, Jack. How do you think I did? This is your first time. This is my thing. Like, how was it? Well, you know, Jack, I've seen you do this for the entire time we've been friends. Mm. Um, and I'm so happy I finally got to, you know, join you for this. I'd love to, again, I feel like we have a good back and forth energy. There's no sort of nervousness or, you know, something to hide. Like it's just honest, <laughs> authentic, chit chatting about stuff we love in our lives. And thank you for having me. And I think you did amazing, Yeah, You know, this is your forte, just like, comedy and reality is my forte journalism and hosting and covering you know reality tv is your forte and i think we both excel in things we really know so just a great time with you as always <laughs> okay love you jack thank you he love is... you yeah and next time we're not gonna do this as early Let, we'll do it. okay i like to sleep in we could do it at night like after an episode yeah people are off work and you know the whole bit it's yeah much, you know well it always saves you know okay, okay yeah that's fair well yeah my lives do do better at night um but we record at like eight nine so we can definitely do it again after an episode but thank you all so much for tuning in and joining i will see you guys tomorrow to or possibly tonight actually to recap bachelor in paradise the three hour finale is tonight so um lots to unpack there um let make sure to leave comments down below like subscribe and we will see you guys in the next one bye everyone bye Mm-hmm.